welcome everyone to a look in the future. What would you do if you can go to the future and ask yourself questions? The important ones. How do you grow your firm? How do you transition to advisory services? How can you be happier? Luckily, we can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and learn the answer to all of these questions. So we can become the most relevant advisor to our clients and maybe just be a little bit happier as people as well. Paul brings three amazing things with him that we're lucky to have. Number one, he's built a successful accounting practice in the UK, so he understands accountants. In fact, he built this firm into an advisory powerhouse, which sold for a remarkable $45 million in 2001. Number two, he doesn't just understand us accountants. He knows what it takes to take a business public, building it to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he understands both sides, business owners, and accountants and how we need to provide value to them. Finally, number three, we don't need to invent the flux capacitor. We just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK into providing business advisory services. And as that trend is definitely here in the United States today. And Apollo is both you and I travel around the country this year. It's one of the biggest topics that every accounting seminar show and conference we go to, advisory services. So let's get into that. If you don't know, I'm Garrett Wagner, your Entrepreneurial CP Channel host, and I'm joined as always by Paul Latham of Hay and Rock Solutions. Now, Paul, last time we did a great deep dive in pulling together business advisory services and how to do it. And we said we were to come back and dive into the six key pivotal areas. And today's, today we're going to talk about the first one. And I think, Paul, as we go, we talked about this before, so I'm not going to surprise you. When you talk about this first key area, let's make it applicable to CPA firms. So our audience knows exactly what you're talking about. We're not talking about a widget here. We're talking about life inside a CPA firm. So I'm excited to, to hear this business advisory knowledge applied to CPA firms directly. So Paul, kick it off. Will do, Garrett. Um, actually, I'm looking forward to this one. I think it, it, this is possibly, uh, of the six key areas, this is possibly my favorite area. I think it's the one, and the reason why it's my favorite area, is probably because I've sold more fees, advisory fees in this area, than any other area over the last 25 years or so. So I'm just going to bring the uh, screen up and share it. Hopefully we can see that. Okay, so I'm just going to actually run back a little bit of context to the previous episode, episode 29. We talked about some basics. So time scale, general rule of thumb that I use. If you're more than five years away from an exit, then you should be working with your client and concentrating on maximizing business value. And 99 times out of 100, we're looking at a growth strategy. And that then takes us to these six key aspects of business advice. As I said last time, these represent, I think, at least 80% of anything you need to know about providing general business advice. It's all built, built around those four key business owner questions. Why, what, how, and did we? Why are we in business? The ultimate question, what's our purpose? What value are we gonna to provide to our customers? Essentially why they choose us. How are we gonna deliver value to customers? Did we succeed? Did we succeed in delighting the customer? And did we succeed in providing a win for us? Usually means growing profits or perhaps business value. And what I said last time was that then takes us with regard to where the business is today to the number one of the six key aspects of business advice. And that's the decision really, which is, are you gonna add value 
be more efficient, or are you going to separate? So what's that all about? <clears throat> and really, I think before going any further, <clears throat> I should sort of try to explain <clears throat> my uh, thinking on the business fundamentals here. You know, I've acted for, well, pretty much every business under the sun in the last 25 years. And actually, I'm going to move this on to talking about accountants, as you, as you suggested, Garrett. But honestly, it makes no difference whether the business is a butcher, a baker or a candlestick maker. There really are only two areas of strategic focus in any business. And essentially, if we're working with a client, we're probably going to either mainly focus on helping them to add more value or we're going to mainly focus on helping them to get more efficient and you sort of have to work through to understand why that is and it all comes down to, to the stuff they sell and so if you look at the add value side first in terms of the stuff that we sell to our clients which ultimately is why we're in business um, if your customers buy because of add value that means that essentially what you're selling is valuable to the customer or putting it another way when they make their buying decision the benefit that you're providing is much more important than the price that you charge the benefit is why they buy of, of course they're cognizant of the price but it's a secondary factor so putting it into the context of an accounting firm if you're selling tax planning, and let's just give you an illustration, if I say, I can save you a million dollars, Garrett, the reason why you're going to buy that service is because I'm going to save you a million dollars. It's much more important to you than my fee in terms of the tax planning. It doesn't mean to say you're completely irrelevant to what the fee is, but it's secondary in your buying decision. And so strategically, the more often we can be saving clients a million dollars, the faster we'll grow. And let's not worry overly about being efficient. If you think about it, we don't need to worry about whether the tax planning to save you a million dollars takes one day, two days or three days. It's still fantastic tax planning if we can save a million dollars. So by contrast, if the focus is going to be efficiency, that means that what we sell to our customers is a price sensitive product where it isn't the value that the customer's buying first and foremost. They're buying, it's something they need, it's a commodity product. And if you increase the price in that type of business, it's most likely that the customer will move to a competitor. You might have a little bit of elasticity of price, but very, very little. And the example with regard to the accounting business would be a tax return. A tax return is a commodity. You have to have one. Everyone wants them to be right and done on time and all that sort of stuff. No one can pretend that anyone's tax return is better than anybody else's tax return. As long as it's right, it's right. And if you try and put your price up too much, your customers are going to walk. And, and, and so two big strategies. We're either concentrating on adding more value or getting more efficient. Does that make sense uh, so far, Garrett, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, that is, that is in a nutshell of, of the key points there. One of the biggest ones is this applies to all businesses. I know when I do this business advisor work for clients or I help firms do this work, same thing. We hit on that being the cornerstone. It's all the same. And then, yeah, you really got to separate those services. So for us in the C3 side, the CPA firm division of us, C3 advisory, we had a challenge with one of our managers recently and they didn't kind of 
understand that and, and get that. And it led to some rubs and, and they moved on elsewhere because we believe just like you do, Paul, to be relevant to our clients, we got to separate our services and add value because the tax return is going to forever be a commodity. And there's a certain point with your employees, and this is kind of separate from this, where when you talk about culture and strategy for breakfast, if they don't buy into the culture, then, they're not, then they may never buy into the culture and it's just going to be a bad fit. Yeah. And one of the ways we saw that play out was in the pricing. You know, we use value-based pricing three tiers. They were just never going to get on board with that. And I think, Paul, you and I both agree, separate services, adding value, you got to price it right and price it a different way to make that connection and adding value to your customers. Completely agree, Garrison. In fact, a couple of the things you've said there are going to lead in to some of the, the, the following slides. So if we just move on and just sort of re-summarize there. So you're either focusing on adding value, you're really concentrating strategically on providing more benefits to the customer. It's an add value strategy. And on the whole, that's, that's a much more fun strategy to be following. Or you know, alternatively, it's an efficiency-led strategy. Strategy. We have to focus on the efficiency of delivery. We, re we really need to focus on price. And that might be just to stay in business. Or it might be because we want to grow, grow our volume, but we have to do it efficiently if we're going to compete in the marketplace. But essentially, what we've concentrated on so far is what I'd call, you know, it's either one or the other. It's either add value or efficient. And, and that may apply, but many businesses, and especially service type businesses, and by the way, as an example, accountants, they need to do both. And they need to separate. And this is sort of leading to the point you just made, Garrett. Um, but let's just look first of all, you know, if, if it was, it, we could have it as the case where, we only had a tax return business, in which case we'd only need to be efficient. Or we could have a, just a tax planning business, in which case we'd only need to add value. But more often than not, we're doing both of those together as a firm of accountants. And the point to make really is it's a totally different mindset to succeed. The person who's really good at doing tax returns is probably not the same person who's going to be really good at doing tax planning. And if you try to get the same person to do both simultaneously, well, the sort of two results, they'll either try and do both and be mediocre at both, or more commonly, they're, they're more comfortable in one area. So accountants are much more commonly comfortable in the tax return business and uncomfortable in the tax planning business and consequently don't do very much of it. And that sounds a little bit like your guy that you were just uh, referring to. Um, but the reality is you do have to separate and it, this leads towards this three-tier, typically a three-tier structure that, that you, you just mentioned, Garrett, but let's just try and build it up. So when I'm talking about separation, I'm talking about it both from the point of view of how you sell the service and how you deliver the service. If you remember in previous episodes, I've said, here's what we say and here's what we do. Here's what we say. And here's what we do. And they need to be aligned. And so you can see in this example here, we're starting with saying to the customer, well, the first thing you may, may want is our basic reactive. We wouldn't use that word reactive, but that's what it is. Our basic reactive tax compliance service. We're essentially jumping three foot for you. And that's a $3 service. Would you like it? Here's what we say. And here's what we do. However, many clients want more than that. And so the next rung on the ladder is where we say, well, I don't just want 
a tax compliance service, I'd also like proactive tax planning. And so that's on top. So now we jump from three foot to four foot, and now we're at $4. Or we may want to go even further and say, actually, I think I'd, I'd like something more than proactive. I, in fact, I want strategic tax planning, a real strategic focus on my tax planning. And now we're jumping five foot and we're charging $5. And the big problem you see that most accountants have in particular, they don't draw these distinctions between here's what we say and what we charge and here's what we do. And actually, quite often they give away this extra stuff, things like proactive tax planning or the strategic tax planning even. So they end up jumping, you know, somewhere between three foot and five foot, but they only charge $3. They do too much for the money and they give it away. And that's because they've not separated properly. They've not separated, they've not defined. And so if you separate, it becomes easier to sell in terms of to the customer, for your team, it becomes way easier to deliver. And the key is you're giving the customer a choice. Because frankly, it doesn't, I mean, obviously we'd prefer that they buy the five foot um, service, but if they only want the three foot, they only want the three foot and let's just give them the three foot. Let's not jump five foot, uh, but, but charge a $3 price. So it's all about providing the customer choices. And so summing this particular episode up here, you'll see, that the, those two areas of strategic focus are here. When we're doing that tax compliance, we have to have an efficient focus. When we're doing the other stuff, proactive or strategic tax planning, we're adding value. Let's not overly worry about how efficient we are there. Let's just make sure we're really good at adding value and saving people money through tax planning. And the key really is it's ideally delivered by different teams or different people within your teams because they need to have the right mindset if they're going to add value or be efficient and most people aren't good at doing two different things so overall key area of business advice number one either add value or get more efficient or and this is usually the case do both and separate and as i said before it applies to nearly every business in the world. And this has been the number one seller over the last 25 years. So as I said at the beginning, one of my favorite subjects. And Paul, I could tell by how excited you were to go through it. And one of the biggest nuggets in there that buried right at the end, the tail end of it, of with the, especially for CPA firms, from that efficiency focus, compliance, to the adding value focus, separate the team of people who do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's it can right. be very hard to have that same team of people do the compliance work and the value adding work. It creates confusions from a value prop, from a pricing, from everything standpoint. As long as you have enough people, you really need to separate it. That's kind of like a little nugget that was. Yeah, no, and in fact, just going back to that, um, Garrett, one of my little sayings is you end up with what I call Monday to Friday syndrome. So using the little illustration here, you know, on a Monday, we'll focus on being efficient. On a Tuesday, we'll focus on adding value. On Wednesday, we'll focus on being efficient. On Thursday, we'll focus on adding value. And guess what happens by Friday is we do neither very well. We're, we're mediocre at both. And that's exactly what happens. Perfect. Perfect. I love it, Paul. As always, I learned something. Hopefully, everybody out watching will learn something as well. So stay tuned. The next few episodes, we're going to break through the other five key components of how to add value your business. It's something you need to learn about, you need to start with, 
and you just start doing this year. So you can become the most relevant advisor to your clients. That's what it's about. If you want to get replaced by a robot and you want to be successful. And if you want to see how successful you are, how ready you are for the future, take your own biz survey, get a subjective score and see where you stand today. Because you spend the time, we'll spend the time with you and review the results with you as well. We both encourage everybody out there, take the test, see where you stand, click on the link. You won't be disappointed. As always, thank you for watching. Click up top, subscribe to the channel, stay up to date with all the latest shows that come out. And we always like to end with, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.